Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 23 of Conversation. Now, this episode is so fucking interesting. The lady that I'm going to talk to is uh, a close friend of mine. She works with me at Disgrace. Um, and I've had conversations with her about this kind of stuff before, but the ins and outs of it is so, it's so much to know about it that we, I feel as though we barely even touch the surface. So my advice to you on this episode would be have have a little research afterwards. Have a think about it. Maybe speak to someone about it. Maybe not perhaps what we talk about, but perhaps talk about, um, talk to your friends or people who you know who may have a disability. Now, this beautiful lady, she has an array of conditions um, that we go into and speak about in the episode. But uh, yeah, I think we really need to start a conversation around disabilities because uh, I think a lot of it's going on just purely through ignorance it's it's damaging to people so yeah great bit of advice do your research open your mind i know that's what we try and do here in conversation but uh definitely 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 hammering at home with this episode now the beautiful lady that i am speaking to is of course the wonderful mimi c She's an absolute babe. Um, she's really, really funny. I think so, at least. I find myself giggling at her forever. She's got so many lovely stories. And she's just all around a genuinely, wonderfully nice human being. And uh, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Because I sat here on the sofa that we recorded it on. Um, just sat here and I'm, I'm glowing. I had a bit, of a bit of a numb day, you know, as you do. Goes up and down. Um, but yeah, I'm sat here and I'm like, damn. I feel like I've done something really fucking productive with my day. So that's that's really good. I feel great about it. But uh, yeah, I won't keep you hold up any longer. Now, if you want to find Mimi online, you can find her plugs at the end of this episode. But if you would like to find me online, you can, of course, find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cats and Crows. K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. And uh, yeah. If you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, what would be really, really, really lovely of you is if you have just two seconds to leave me five stars. And then if you have even longer 
than two seconds, maybe three seconds, maybe five seconds, maybe you've got a whole minute of spare time. Just leave a little written review on there saying how wonderful it is and how you look forward to every single episode or whatever may take your fancy. All this helps do is help more people discover conversation and uh, spread the good word. Mm-hmm. And uh, my final plug for this evening is, of course, for my company, my club night that I run in London, uh, Disgrace with Suicide Girls, is one year old. <gasps> Can you believe it? That means this podcast is almost a year old. Damn. Uh, yeah, we are having our first birthday party on October the 12th, Friday the 12th of October at the Omira in London Bridge. And we have this time, instead of just the one room of rock and metal, which of course we will have, can't go, can't go missing out on a good mosh. We also have a second room. So we're going to be playing Slipknot in the first room and maybe Spice Girls in the second room, you know, bit of girl power party bangers going on in there. Oh yeah, something for everybody. And of course, we've also got our after party till 5am, so I will be seeing you on the dance floor and if you're not going to be there, what are you doing with your life? Alright, beautiful humans, I will get going now. Please enjoy the beautiful Mimi C on episode 23 of Corovisation. When I was growing up, all my role models were male. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media, not treated equally online, and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is Crovisation. Hi, beautiful humans. <laughs> Welcome back to Crovisation. I'm sat here with a lovely, lovely lady. She's wrapped up in a really cozy looking blanket. She's covered in about 10,000 water bottles. Because her body needs this. <laughs> Please welcome the beautiful Mimi C. Hi. Mimi, how are you today? I'm, I'm okay today. Not the, not the best. Not, not the best. We were doing London Tech Convention together last weekend, weren't we? Yes. I'm still recovering from Friday. Yeah. And then Saturday, straight after. We did like 20,000 steps on the Saturday. Oh my god. Like, I don't do in a week. So yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I want my ugly shoes. <laughs> okay, these shoes are really ugly. They actually are flesh colored. And I hate them. They're two sizes too big for my feet. They're, they're not cute. They have red, pa- like red paint on them from your house, and they had feathers stuck in them. What? I didn't know. Yeah, Did you wear them to the I video fucking, shoot? Yeah, I wore them at the video shoot. Oh my god. Yeah, and then at the night time, I was everyone was like, "Take your shoes off." And I was like, "Fuck you, I'm wearing my shoes." <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason. Maybe that's <laughs> what she wants. Yeah, I just wanted to wear my shoes. You know, we all got really drunk, and I was like, "No, I'm wearing my shoes." Crimson <laughs> was like, "Can you just not?" I was like, "I don't care. I'm wearing them." And then and the next morning, I walked home with like fifty feathers stuck into so each many year. feathers. If you haven't seen the disgrace Halloween <laughs> promo shoot yet, have a look at it and you'll see why we were covered <laughs> in feathers. It's an amazing shoot. 
It was you look great. You look fit. It was yeah, it was fun. It but was fun. I'm still finding fucking feathers all over my head. I dug three out of my tights today. These tights were nowhere near that shoe. I don't know where <laughs> these feathers are fucking come yeah. from. But there were three, and I was just like, where? Uh. How? I was in bed. There was no reason. But fine. <laughs> there was no reason. <laughs> there was there was none. Oh. They were in there. Oh, but, Mimi. Yeah. So Mimi, the reason <laughs> I wanted to chat to you for my podcast really is something that I always thought about, but I never really consciously thought about I guess because you're so good at just like getting on with it but you have a couple of chronic illnesses don't you a few yeah what are they I have fibromyalgia erythromyalgia uh, Reynolds which isn't really but it is um and EDS so they all like you're at like a base level of like six in pain just generally Really? Yeah, it's fun. Can you explain (laughs) what each of them do, like, really briefly? Uh, Erythromyalgia opens all of your blood vessels, and it's, like, I don't know all of it still. It's so hard. You can't even Google it. You have to know the exact right spelling, and then it's, like, a handful of people that have it. So not many people know about it. No, like, even doctors. I found one doctor that happened to have studied rare diseases. Wow. And he was like, this is what you have. And I was like, you're lying. I don't. But I did. (laughs) Um, I got home, because it took me weeks to Google it as well, so he told me about it. And I was just like, I still don't know what this is. Like, I can't find it, because it's, like, spelt like fibromyalgia, but it's got an extra, like, lil in there so yeah it's that long so you can even find it but yeah so anyway it opens um, <laughs> it opens all your blood vessels and sends all your blood down to your extremities oh. so it's just everything goes bright red and feels like acid and wow and, ow yeah and you get really swollen like a big tomato but they're your legs so oh no <laughs> your legs aren't tomatoey <laughs> so that's fun um, so yeah that's one of them that's the one that's the worst and it's like the worst in summer so right now I'm having the best time because it goes away. So the cold weather makes it better. Yeah. Like, it doesn't go away. You still get it. But So when you get stressed or whatever, it'll come back. Yeah. But in summer, you have it from the minute you wake up till when you go to sleep. Jesus. It doesn't go away. And that's the worst. So now it's a bit colder. I'm having the best time. You're doing fine. Covered in your blanket with your hot water. Yeah, bath. I'm like, horrible and blanket because my legs are cold, <laughs> which is good. And then what's the other one? Uh, EDS. Uh, that's that's the one that's, it is bad, but it's, it's it'll get worse. So it's not that bad right now. I mean, it is. Like, so I dislocate and pop out and stretch and everything's stretching all the time. <laughs> That's a disease of the collagen, isn't it? Yeah, collagen. It affects your collagen. And so instead of the collagen going to your joints to hold them together, it goes to your skin. Oh. Which is fun. So, so, so you're going to look young forever, however. Yeah, young forever, great hair. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> really hairy. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so that's good. I mean, that is good. Like, my nanny, um, she was, like, old and looked like my mum. She didn't get, like, old wow. old. And so like, she had EDS as well. Yeah, so it's... So uh, it's genetic for Yeah, so everyone gets it. it. It, like, varies how bad they get it. Like, my mum and my sister don't have it that bad. Mm. But then my sister's getting progressively worse. I forget she's, like, six years younger than me. So she pops out and stuff. But we're just like, oh, shut up, you're fine. <laughs> She's the youngest. You know when someone's the youngest, so you're just like, you're fine, shut up. Aww. But it's really not the case. <laughs> but it's fine right now. Listen, no, she's still younger. She's not had it as long. So. Yeah, so it definitely progresses at the age. Yeah, yeah, it gets worse. It might get, some people it doesn't affect if it gets caught, like, really young. Yeah. Um, like, ballet dancers usually have some level of hypermobility. Um because otherwise they just couldn't do the shit they're doing. Yeah, like, Ball- ballerinas have really fucked up joints and stuff, they didn't they? Yeah, like, yeah, tear up their feet. Oh, the poor babies. But, yeah, like, that's bad. But, yeah, EDS. So they couldn't do what they do if they didn't have it. And, like, mm. and really good footballers, um, some of them would have EDS or hypermobility just because 
your range of movements is better. And if when you're when you catch it when you're a child, you can train the muscles to support the joints. But when you get to like twenty six, yeah, and you didn't know you had it, and then you're like, oh shit. So it's too late by that point. Yeah, like building muscle because you'll just pop everything out or snap it before you can even get to the muscle building stage. So you just kind of. That sounds pretty extreme, Mimi. Yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> I've had more fun. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. You get used to it, though. Because like, when I got diagnosed, it was kind of like, a, oh, that's cool. Now there's a name. Yeah. I'm not just lazy. And my body's not a piece. Well, it is a piece of shit, but it has a name. Whereas like, um, before I got diagnosed, I was just like, why do I feel like, why can't I do what other people can do? Yeah. It's like, am I just shit? Oh. Yeah, no, it does. It makes you yeah, think that you're course. genuinely just like, you don't know. And as soon as you get diagnosed, like, well, I still had it anyway, but now I have a reason. That's it. So it's good. Do you so find yourself good. beating yourself up about it? I used to, not so much anymore. Yeah. Sometimes I do, because sometimes I'm like, am I just being lazy? Like, is it? And then I get out of bed and I go do, like, I'll go to, say, I'll go to the shop or something. Because I'll be like, no, I was just being melodramatic. I wasn't that bad at all. Go to the shop and you're like, oh, no, I was ill. I was ill that day. And then, like, for <laughs> sake. And you get home and you're just like, I am sweaty and a hot mess. And getting up. And sometimes you get, um, breathe. And <laughs> sometimes you get stuck downstairs because you're like, it's just getting upstairs is hard. I yeah. On the third floor. Of course. How often so. does that happen? Give me like an example. <laughs> I mean, today I was waiting for Ollie to come home because um, I had a cigarette. I waited till like half five because I didn't know how I was going to feel today. Yeah. Um, and wait till half five and then I was like, oh shit, I'm stuck downstairs. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah, it happens all the time, that one. So you can't judge it when it's going to happen and then it just does. I mean, I kind of just like, because you kind of know, so you don't go out that day because you feel a bit tired and you just, because you're like, oh, maybe I just feel a bit tired and be lazy. And then <clears throat> like your body tells you, I don't know, if I listen to my body, I usually know when to stop and not to be ridiculous. Like yeah. the tattoo convention, I realistically probably shouldn't have done a job. I mean, that sounds, well, that sounds like a lot of work for well, somebody was, who can get stuck downstairs sometimes. Yeah, you know, you're just like, it's fine. And then it got to the end of the Saturday. <clears throat> oh yeah, that was when I came and met you and everyone was having fun. And I was like, oh, I just need to lie down and have my feet in the air for like days. Yeah. And then we had fun. Well, I had to get drunk. So you have to, like, get drunk so your meds get a bit too strong. Um, <laughs> you must be on, like, loads of medication, like painkillers and stuff. Yeah, I try and cut them down because I couldn't figure out. So I used to be on Tramadol on, like, four a day. And I'd have, like, half a glass of wine and get, like, absolutely wasted and be an absolute mess and not know why. Oh. That's why I stopped drinking. I couldn't remember why I didn't drink. Yeah. And then I had a Tramadol recently. And I think, did we have a drink? And I was so pissed. And I was just like, oh, I remember. Because <laughs> I used to get, like, absolute white girl wasted. Like, ruin my life wasted. You know, oh, no. you're that drunk. And you're just like, what are you doing? And it was, yeah, it was a tramadol. <laughs> so I take, like, tramadol and gabapentin. And they're really good painkillers. But And it has warnings not to drink. But, you know, you like, it has warnings on everything. You, I feel like it's it's quite a, a normal part of your adult life, isn't it? Even when, yeah. even your, so your disease affects your life, but even the treatment for your diseases yeah, you know, affects like, your life. What is this? Like, no, yeah, that's the worst bit. So I can drink if I don't take my tramadol. So it's kind of like, so if I drink when I don't take my tramadol, my gabapentin seems to get stronger. I don't know if that's true or what happens or it's just a placebo. I mean, everybody's different, right? But, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's a thing. When I drink, I can then, like, human a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I'm like, Jager I bombs. can human. Like, just Jager bombs. <laughs> it was literally when I was like, give me five Jager bombs and then maybe, maybe I'll come party. And then you push through. Yeah. It's like, just. So you definitely have to think about it. Is it, is it like on your mind all the time? Yeah. 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 Because you don't want to let people down either. Like, I was with the, um, my friend at the convention and we just wanted to hang out. It's why I was like, oh, do you want to do this job with me? 
um, just so we could like get paid to hang out, which mm. is great. Um, but then she wants to party at the end, and I'm like, oh, I need that. I need to let her. Like she's got arthritis in her knees, so Ow. yeah, she's like she's already in pain as well. Yeah, but you know what I mean? You're like that. She's in pain. It really, really hurts, but it doesn't stop her. She can push through the pain. Yeah. Whereas like mine's like nope. No. Yeah. Go to fucking bed. And it's just like, you don't want to. And it's like, it's like telling your mum you don't want to go to bed. Yeah. And it's night time. And you're sat there. But like, you want to no, fight yourself. I'm not tired. And then you fall asleep. <laughs> it's like that level of no. But to a normal person, if you said that, they'd probably be like, oh, yeah, well, she's going out and being fine. Why are you not? Yeah. Or they're just, they think I'm just being a melodramatic bitch. Because I, I see looking when other people have it that I know, like one of my good friends. Um, gets sick and I literally think that she's lying to me. Oh really? <laughs> I know she's not as well. We have the same thing. Yeah. But also, like, why are you being like this? Like, it's hard. I guess it's hard to to yeah. get into your head when you can't see it. Is yeah. It? You literally can't. Like, you can never understand someone else's level of pain ever. Like, if someone stubs their toe, you know it hurts, and they've stubbed their toe. Yeah. But you don't. You're not like, oh, what a shame. You're just like, okay. You're like, come on, get over stop it. Stop it now. But then when you do it, you're like, yeah, ah. like this is the worst pain ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's that same kind of thing. So you, it's a hard one. So yeah. you feel bad, but yeah, no disabilities are visible, huh? Yeah. What What's your kind of take on that? Because obviously, I think there's a lot of talk at the moment about people who discriminate against people who have disabilities and they're not visible, like people using disabled toilets and stuff, and yeah. people getting told off for sitting in disabled spots on trains and stuff because they don't look yeah. disabled enough. I always get told off for sitting in them, so I haven't gone and done all my stuff that I should have that would mean that I could sit on the seats. Sorry, it's my fault a little bit. But also, <laughs> when someone that's like mid-40s is coming up and she's got heels on and she's been running about and she's totally fine, expects my seat. <laughs> and I'm sat yeah. there like limping around and I'm like really really bitch you know you're just like if you don't need it just don't sit in it like just I if... think it's true everyone thinks they need it more don't they yeah and everyone needs to open their minds a bit yeah and I will get up like there's there's situations where you know when someone needs a seat more than you and like that's it I would just ask yeah I think it's a little bit what would you say to those people what would you say just think I uh... Yeah, I mean, I just don't say anything. I just get up and make them watch me limp. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I, do, I do it on purpose as well. You know, you're like, that's so terrible. Because like, I can't sit, I don't want to sit there and have the discussion with them. So I'll just stand up and stand opposite them. Why do you not want to have the discussion? Because it's just a bit long on the tube, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I but you like, deserve it, dude. I know, you know, you're like, it's not like I've worked for this seat. Like, this is the other thing as well. When people are older, they're like, I've worked for this. Mm. Like, I know when there's someone a bit younger than me and I'm like, I deserve this more than you because I, <laughs> I've been around more not sitting and not sitting. I deserve to sit now you, you have all the opportunity to sit down yeah it's that same kind of like I see where they're coming from yeah and I don't ha- want to have to be like oh this is what I have you've never heard of it that's Let's true isn't it I guess a lot of people don't know yeah and because fibro I didn't even think fibro was real I didn't think fibro was real once I got diagnosed with it yeah so I was like googled it and just was like no it's not a real thing it's not it's lies until I like really got into like um not chat rooms, what are they called now? Kind of like forums and forums, stuff. Forums, that's the one, yeah. chat rooms. Um, yeah, until I got in on, in on those. And I was like, oh, I have all of these things that people are talking about. Mm. <laughs> maybe it is real? Because you're like, if everyone is experiencing the same thing, you're like, yeah. okay, maybe it's a real thing. There must be something there. Yeah, and they did find out it was real. Um, they found like veins, last year they found veins in the hand that supply blood to nerve endings so mm. it is a, a real thing it's not just in your head yeah because that's what annoyed me more when I was like it's in my head I was like I'm making it up why can't I control this yeah and you're like 
That's so crazy that you would even try and convince yourself of that. Uh, you do all the time. I still do it now. I'm still now. I'm like, oh, I'm not that sick. I'm not. I'm being a wimp. And my medicine, my medicine that works. So my, I take my gabapentin, and it's amazing, and it works. But uh, when it works, I think it it doesn't work, and I'm fine. Really? So I stop taking it. No. Which is so dumb, you know. But when you're like, oh, maybe I'm not sick anymore. You're like, no, you're just taking your meds on time. Oh. Like that's all you're doing. And then I'll stop taking it. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that narrative has been pushed on you that you, even you're trying to convince yourself you're not I sick? I know, it's so bad. Where does that come from? That's terrible. Do you, think it's, do you think it's society? Do you think it's school? Just lack of knowledge? I don't know. I remember my uncle when I was a kid. I used to get so used to throw up a lot, which is lovely. Um, <laughs> I remember I threw up once in my cousin's shoes and I was asleep. Oh, and no. um, the next morning, so I like, didn't wake up that morning because I'd been sick and, in the night and didn't even know. Nobody yeah. bothered waking me up. And my cousin was wearing my shoes and I got really angry. And I was like, why is she wearing my shoes? Like, why? What is this yeah. shit? And um, eventually, like, I woke up and they told me that I'd thrown up in her shoes. And my uncle was, like, I was putting it on. And I was like, oh, what no. you I was asleep. <laughs> like, what do you mean? So you sleepwalked and threw up in somebody's shoes. Up. And I used to do it. I'd sit in the living room. Like, and I'd just, just be sat eating my bowl of cereal. And it's like, my, I remember vividly Rice Krispies. I think I was about five. Mm. I'd eaten them, and like Rice Krispies, <laughs> throwing them up, and they looked exactly the same. <laughs> like, identical to when I'd just like eaten them, and I was just like, oh, and like crying over my bowl. And not because I'd been sick, just because I'd wasted my Rice Krispies. Yeah, you had to get a new bowl. still looked the same. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I want to eat them again. Oh, but I can't. No. And he was shouting at me, and he was like, you're faking it. And I was like, what do you mean? How are you supposed to just throw like, up on cue I'm like not, that? Yeah, and I'm crying about it. Like, I don't, I don't want to be doing this, but people get so mad because they're just like, because they're not that sick. Yeah. So they just don't get it. That is, yeah. yeah. So, EDS is that what affects your stomach too? Is it the collagen? Yeah, so I, yeah. I've heard of that, yeah. It's to do with that. I still don't know that much. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it affects all of that. So, it's like you get like RBS and stuff from it. Yeah. All the, so, your whole body, it's not just your joints, it's literally your inside yeah, out. Yeah, it's like everything. So, wow. mine's not even the bad one. Like, you get the two bad ones. Mm-hmm. So, so, there's like three types. I've got the nice one. The nicer, <laughs> the nicer I suppose. One. The nicer one. It's if not, it can be quantified, it's, it's still not particularly great. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. But if you're going to have one, then the nicer ones. The yeah. other ones, you can, like, people die really young. Oh, no. And they're, they're like, it's not good so they have like breather tubes and everything like everything fails really quickly wow so it affects their inner organs so quickly that their like joints and stuff you wouldn't even know at that point like, yeah because you know if you're that sick on the inside it doesn't even matter if your outside joints are not working that well you're like you wouldn't be walking and running around to know that they're not working that yeah well. of course so i think that's how they yeah so it's bad for them how did you find out about all the symptoms did your doctors know everything or did you have to go really look in I didn't, what I found, annoyingly, I found EDS uh, through Daily Mail, and I was really pissed off about it. Oh, no. It was so annoying. <laughs> and the person that had it, like, was writing about it didn't really have EDS, because it's a certain body type that means you have EDS, which doesn't sound the nicest, but it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, characteristically, you're tall and skinny, because you can't build muscle, and you can't, like, yeah. your body just fucking eats through everything and all your resources. So, you're just wow. always skinny, unless you have a, another problem on top. Yeah, but usually you don't get that till you're older. Like my nanny got a thyroid problem, so she uh, over under underactive. Yeah, yeah. So she got super super fat, um, like really big. Like it's, this is before <laughs> they medicated. Like they could medicate properly. Really. So they said to her like, if she never ate anything again, she'd still put on weight. And you're like, so That's she was a, a big lady. It's fine for her, lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, so she was big. So this is how I found it in the paper. And then I was like, what the hell is that? Like, I don't know what that is. So I Googled it. I was like, oh my God, I have that. What the hell? Went to my doctor and they were like, 
yeah, you have that, and then referred me to a rheumatologist. But this was when I was 20, yeah, just turned 26. Was, wow, that was it. That's quite a late diagnosis, yeah. isn't it? For being throwing up since you were five years old. Yeah, like literally all the time. I eat like safe foods, which are all beige foods, and everyone's like, you're picky. And I'm like, I'm not. Okay, fine, I'll try your food. And then you eat that food, and then you're immediately sick. Like, oh, I don't know. It was so. So is fun. that what happens? It's the type of food? Yeah, it's like. It, Anything with like skin, skinned food. Well, apart from potatoes, potatoes are stomachable, but then I can still get sick if I eat potatoes. It's weird. That's very. That's yeah. quite a lot. It's ridiculous. It goes so a lot like deeper than even onions I Onions and everything. So like red onions, if they're in a food, and they're not cooked to within an inch of their life, life even, um, I will be sick. We went to like this vegan dinner, and it was so nice. And because I'd had two whole glasses of prosecco, oh wow! I, like yeah, I was fine. Like I was <laughs> not. I was obviously a bit tiddly. Like I'm small, but I was not wasted. And then I went to my friend's house after because I was like, oh, I'm a bit drunk. I'm gonna come out. And she's like, okay, cool. Got there, immediately threw up. But like I was sat on the oh, end no. of her bed. I was just like, I don't feel good. And it was both ends. It was not. It was oh, not. Oh no! <laughs> so I turned up to her house. I've been there for ten minutes and just went everywhere and then I told everyone at the gym party I was like oh does everyone else feel okay like I was really sick and they were like oh it was maybe because you were drunk I was like nobody in the history of errors shit themselves from fucking Prosecco (laughs) (laughs) two glasses of Prosecco I was like maybe I had copious amounts of bottles then perhaps no still no one no one shit myself I get very drunk and I've never shit myself no, being drunk no one I've thrown no up on does. myself yes, but never up. shit my pants Mom, no one I don't it wasn't in the pants let's just clarify <laughs> 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 just so we can clear that up before <laughs> but you know what I mean like nobody has, has shit from drinking too much no ever I've never once heard of this. There needs to be something wrong with them. Which, yeah, there we go. I mean, I, I think I have heard of people, but I think perhaps they had um, something, wrong something Crohn's disease or something. Yeah, right. Which is, yeah, See? it does affect you like quite severely. Yeah. Not like some Prosecco, just, no. I was just so annoyed. And then I was like, fine, fuck you guys. And that was the last time I tried new foods. Um, because oh, I was like, if they just, if one other person had been like, yeah, I don't feel very well, I'd have been like, okay, cool. I can still eat that. But no, they were all fine. Wow. <laughs> like, all fine. So you have to kind of plan your life. How important is it to, like, plan your day when you wake up? I mean... Do you... Or you... Um, I told you the other day about spoon theory. Yeah, I didn't Did even you look know into this. It? Yeah, it's a real thing. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't... Because people that I know that and I follow, they all hashtag stuff spoon... Is it spoonies or yeah. some shit? I just yeah. like saying. I think it's a really great way of explaining. When it's I read it, I was so like, oh cool. my goodness. I wanted to make a thing on it just to explain to people that I know and be like, this now makes everything make explain sense. Explain it now to for other all people. of our listeners. Okay. Well, I'm bad at this. Wait, so you have, so say it's like, you did it better. I'm going to do a shit version of it. <laughs> so you have, say, there's two bags of sugar just because sugar's great. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like, Wait, how did I do it? This is how it mattered to me, and I related it to my life. So I was yeah. like, one's like the fun bag of sugar, and one's like the life and all the other shit that mm. you have to do day to day. So if I like take stuff, so if I put loads into the fun bag, then all the life stuff comes out, and then the life stuff's just empty and yep. shit. And you're like, oh, sorry, I couldn't walk to the toilet today. Because I had fun out of the fun bag yeah. yesterday. So you have to just basically choose. It's like, yeah, is that. You did it better. But that was how it related to me. I was like, oh, my fun bag of sugar. That makes sense now. Because <laughs> that was a terrible explanation. No, it makes so much sense. But, like, I get up in the morning and I just keep going until I pass out again. Yeah. Whereas you, you'll run into a, 
a stopping point. Yeah, so either if I know I'm going out that night, I won't get up in the day until like 3 or 4 p.m. Yeah. And I'll just lie there. And everyone will be like, why haven't you done your makeup? Why haven't you done this? Because I'm like, if I do it now, I'll need to have a nap or I'll need to do something else in yeah. between. So I can get up at 9, and as long as I don't move, <laughs> I can <could>, I <laughs> stay awake all day until I have to go out. Yeah. But if I move or do anything or even to like eating food and shit, um, that could tie me out enough that I'll need to sleep and then that ruins my day and you start again. Yeah. Which is silly. So even small things like going to the toilet and eating food, which yeah. people, I take so much for granted. Which is, there's like, so days if I know I can't move, I just won't drink water, which is so bad. Yeah, so you know, that's like, damaging to your life in other ways. Yeah, no, that's not Girl. ideal. But that's the one where you're like, if I can't go to the toilet, then I can't drink water because mm. I need to go to the toilet. That's true. Or you save it. You My fucking bladder. Oh my God. That is, she is a babe. She <laughs> she can wait hours. Wow. <laughs> you know, you're so desperate for the toilet. And you're like, it's been five hours. I've been desperate for the toilet. And I just, I haven't moved. If I just like really, really still, I won't need to go. And you do that. And then I just wait for someone to get home. I'm like, okay, I need the toilet now. Take me. Oh. Because sometimes I can walk there. It's just you don't know if you can get back. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, don't really want to be sat in the toilet. Or if you fall over the way to the toilet yeah you're screwed yeah it's crazy nobody would even think of this i know and you know when you this say is it to fr- people, this is news to me even and we've had many discussions about i this. know because nobody believes you when you say it to them and especially when they see me out because when i'm out i'm like i'm going hard because i'm out yeah like, I'm, I'm there now I've you've committed. saved yourself for this day yeah. this was the thing that yeah. you're saving yourself for. yeah like festivals and shit where it's like i haven't gone out for like a week or two before yeah and it doesn't work like that really like it sometimes does in that if I don't go out for two days before, I can then have a good night out, as yeah. long as I don't do anything for two days before. Yeah. But it's not like you can add it all up, you know? When you're yeah, like, you can't bank it. Yeah, yeah, you can't bank it, but <laughs> it all adds up if you do one little... So if you do one thing each day, that adds up, and it'll mean you're you're fucked by the end of it. So, like, when I used to work a 9 to 5, I'd be able to do, like, a week, and then I'd get really, really swollen legs and ankles and I'd show, like, the people I work with, I'm like, oh, my God, go to the hospital. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, that's not okay. But I'd be like, no, no, it happens. But they're like, but if you're going to send me home page, I mean, I will, <laughs> I will go. But then that only works so, so, so yeah. many times. And then they're like... How hard is it for you to get a job, though? I mean, I can get them, <laughs> but I just can't keep them. Maintaining <laughs> them, yeah. yeah. Like, it's keeping them. It's, it's... Are people understanding in general? No. Not at all. Not, I think because you just can't see it. And then they're like, they blame it on... Because they're erythromyalgia one, nobody's heard of it. Nobody knows anyone that knows anyone that has it. Like, yeah. I've, met, I've met one person on Instagram that has it that's an adult that isn't a child oh. that has it. And that's it. Like, can I follow the hashtag, follow everything? And she's American. Like, because she's... I've not wow, so it's that American. rare. Yeah. So How many people like, do you think in the world have it? I still don't know. I, a handful. I them. Yeah, it was, it was handfuls of people. And it's, um, it's people with... Um, Indian heritage that have it, and children it's spotted it usually. But yeah, like you never see it in skinny white girls ever. Like it's just so unusual. Or it gets so very much the anomaly. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So I'm like, I want to do my DNA profiling just to be like, is oh there, yeah, is that somewhere? Is that something the NHH offers? Because no. obviously they diagnose your stuff, but they're not trying. They to They should. Out. Like I was supposed to, because I'm at EDS, I was supposed to go to a. DNA person, but it just like the appointments are so long and you wait for years. How, how supportive are the NHS really? They're better than if we didn't have them. Yeah, but, of course. I love the NHS and I'm yeah. so so sad it's being absolutely like I strangled. Be fucked. Like 
well into it. Like, if it came to the point where we had to pay, like the Americans do, yeah. like, I'd be, I wouldn't get anything. I'd be yeah. like, what the fuck would I do? Yeah, he's screwed. <laughs> and I'm not the worst. And with a late like, diagnosis as well, like, I think yeah. a lot of American um, insurers won't insure you yeah, if you have pre existing conditions. Yeah, because they're pre existing as in you've had them from birth, yeah. but then you've been diagnosed at 26. So, How, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, you'd get nothing. Literally. I'd be fucked. Like, going to America, you're just like, there's no point. Like, I want to go, but I, I might die. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'd, rather, I'd rather die than pay those those bills yeah because yeah what if you're traveling <laughs> and then terrible. you get struck down with something yeah you're like literally i'd be like i can't go because i wouldn't get insured so, so i had to get insurance when we went to croatia which and everyone else's was like a quid or two pounds or some yeah. shit and mine was like 30 something really purely like, because of yeah, your um, conditions for, yeah. yeah just for like two days i was like and this is still they've just become an e or the is have they just become an eu country or some shit i don't know but something, they, so they, oh, I don't know. they still I'm have the figure of geography. Good, yeah. You know, I think for like <laughs> something, oh no, they just started using the euro. I don't think for any ah. they just started using, yeah, that's it. But either way, you know, they're still close enough to home for us to be like, oh, that, that'll be fine. Yeah. No, no, so not. So wow. I was like, fuck, what if I... So it's scary, still... you, you're kind of almost limited, not just to this country, but to your bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bed thing shit. Mm. But then that's the thing where people don't get it, where I'm like, <clears throat> sorry, where I'm like, um, I can't come out. Yeah. They're like, oh no, come on, you're being lazy. I'm like, no, really I'm can't come really out. really not, yeah. yeah. If I'm like, How I'm frustrating is when people say that? I think because they, like, because when I'm like, I'm too poor, people can pressure me to come out because I'm like, oh, fuck it. It's just yeah. money, I'll come out. But when I'm like, <clears throat> I can't come out, I'm sick. They're just like, oh, go on, it's not that far. Oh, we'll pay for your Ubers. And when people are like, we'll pay for your Ubers, we'll make sure you can sit down. Yeah. You're like, oh, if I'm not that ill, then yeah, I'll come out. Yeah. But usually, that's not the case. You get out, there's much, so much walking. And yeah. You, and then you hate them and you're really resentful to those people. For making you, even if yeah. you've got to go to the toilet or something. Yeah. Like, like you just said. I got scars on my feet from um, a few months ago where <laughs> they were like, it's a 10 minute walk. And I was like, I can't really walk 10 minutes. Can we get an Uber? And they're yeah. like, no, 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 I promise. It's 10 minutes. We'll give you a piggyback. It's not that far. I was like, okay, fine. Aww. And then 20 minutes into this 10 minute walk, 
I was like, hmm, hmm, this is funny, guys. This is great. No. And, like, people just don't believe it. So, like, when I, when I say I can't walk, it's because I get so swollen. And then so my feet fill the size of my shoes. Yeah. And then you keep walking, so the skin becomes really soft and it's easy to cut. So it was, um, I was wearing desert boots, and they're my really comfy ones. And they were just slicing the side of my foot every time I was walking. Oh, my God. And we got there, and I now have, like, two lines where my desert boots sit on the sides of my <gasps> Like, feet. imprints, but, like, cuts. Yep. They're just scarred. Wow. (laughs) What would you say to people like when when people are pushing you? Obviously, you're a really nice person, so you kind of give in because you just you want to make people happy and you want to please people. But what would you say to them now if they're listening? I mean, they do get it a bit. Like the people that know me and know me that well think I'm a bitch when it comes to stuff like that because I'll just be like, no, not going. So I was. You gotta look out for yourself. Yeah, and I'd rather fall out with people. Like when I'm already into the walk, and I'm like, if I turn around now, I'm already like, I've already walked too like too far. So I'm like, I may as well go. So that annoys me, and I I do I mention that every fucking time, and because I have scars now, I'm like, remember that time, guys. Mm. I guess people will learn, won't they? They'll slowly be like, oh, that one time when Mimi collapsed in the street. Yeah, that'll be her. They forget every time, and they're like, oh, Mimi was really fucked up last night. I was like, I wasn't. I really wasn't. I'd had half a drink, and they're like, oh no, Mimi was really fucked up I'm like oh when maybe maybe got carried home last night you're like because I couldn't walk because my legs were going to fall off yeah but when you say that they're like oh because you were drunk though I was like mm-hmm, okay oh it's easier to disagree and carry on but then they're, they're the people that you don't care about that much sorry guys, um, guys. <laughs> I mean a disability is, a, is such a I think like a pigeonholed I don't know if that's the right term but kind of group of people like where, where there's so much activism around other things yeah but ableism and disabilities etc i feel it goes a bit under the radar a little does. bit it does i've seen some more and more stuff surfacing recently which is really cool yeah um because where people, whereabouts there was a guy on he i think he's one of the try guys he's maybe i might be totally wrong <laughs> but he's some youtuber um and he has something what, it's like ES or AS? AS, that's it. And he didn't know, he got diagnosed really late. Um, and he's been in pain his whole life. And he just posted about it. I saw it today and I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's so good. Because you see it about, so when men do it, that I think that's even better because they don't ever do yeah. it. Like, they don't want to be like, oh, I'm sick, I have this. Yeah. Because... I mean, that's why men need feminism as well as women, yeah. huh? Yeah, Because right? they can't be seen to be weak and we yeah. can't, and we're just always... Yeah, being you, exaggerated exactly because you get men that some men I've seen talk about um, anxiety and stuff because it does affect their life so much that mm. they're like they have to talk about it at that point but then when it comes to like physical disabilities that you can't see people are like well they're scared to talk about it but yeah more and more people recently you have it like um, Zoe London has been open about something she has endometriosis yes yes um, which is so fucking horrible yeah yeah but then it, even her doing that like it opens up so much discussion from other people which yeah. is cool and nice it's important for high profile people to talk about anything it is because it is lame like it's not cool nobody wants to talk about of some course. like lame old lady thing they have but oh. <laughs> it is though. you know you're like I have the body of an 8 year old woman <laughs> like it is an old lady's body but it's mine but it's your um, body and yes. the world should be more friendly towards it and people should be more friendly towards it yeah like I definitely use it 
terribly yeah well when we get really drunk and i'm actually fine at that point i'm like she's well, pushed through i'm yeah i'm like i'm cool i can probably do the day quite happily well that evening happily yeah and i'll just be like no i need that i'm disabled which is the worst thing because that totally like gets rid of everything i've built up yeah. during the day yeah and i'm like take me seriously look i'm in pain take me seriously and then i get drunk and i'm like mm, I oh can't no do that. i'm like why am i doing that like it's the only time i feel but people like should I believe you when you say it because you know like oh, yeah. you shouldn't have to prove yourself 24 hours a day totally but definitely don't use it yeah as a joke yeah in the evenings <laughs> yeah how annoying is it when people say or like able-bodied people say something like oh i'm such a cripple or something is that that mm, is that taking the piss sometimes i think when people are laughing at something yeah and they mean it to be offensive there's a difference between yeah. people saying it and not knowing that that language maybe isn't the best thing to use yeah so you get people that are like calling someone with a disability a cripple you're like that's fucked up maybe don't do that yeah absolute not case but terrible choice of words there as well unfortunately it's going to our language isn't it yeah you know but it's something we really have to address a prime example of just not knowing what to say and what's wrong yeah yet so do you think it's, it's important to just kind of like start a conversation with people like what if somebody said something offensive to you would you call them out what would you say yeah i just feel like oh hey that's people don't use that anymore maybe yeah this one. and like most people are really receptive to it because they good. just don't know like there's a lot of things like with feminism and shit where people will say stuff there was a guy the other day called me bossy at the convention mm. and i was like would you call him bossy and he was like well no I was like, well, why am I bossy? There you go. And he was like, well, well, uh, and they went on a thesaurus because he just didn't know what to say. He was a bit yeah. drunk and he just, he knew he'd been beaten and he was like, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not trying to beat you, just asking you a I question. I just think it's good for you to know. Yeah. yeah. And then he Googled different, like, no, thesaurus words for bossy. Mm-hmm. And he was like assertive. I was like, well, that's what I would have said. There we so go. I, and he was like, is yeah, that really yeah. enough thesaurus? I've never thought to look at that. Yeah. So I bossy, and, the, bossy and assertive are the, literally yeah. mean the same. They do mean the same thing. Yeah, of course they the do. Assertive and there's other ones. A go- oh, go-getter you're like yeah that man's a real go-getter but the woman's bossy like, <laughs> but okay. a woman's bossy and yeah oh, high strung or whatever yeah literally I was so I didn't even get mad because I was like I know people say it and I know it because he's from a place near where I was from Scotland yeah and I was like I know that not bad <laughs> but like it doesn't travel as quickly yeah so, yeah I think yeah. I think that's true I think it, in London we definitely live in a bubble yeah. where people are a lot more aware and they are a lot more receptive to learning these things um, but we have the internet, so I think it's yeah. people should, they can't just be passive anymore. I think people really have to actually go out and learn oh, things yeah. and teach themselves things. Well, like, I feel like we're getting there, but um, at the same time, like our own Facebooks and our, everyone we surround with, even online, is like this big e- echo chamber of people that. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's. That's echo chamber is the word. Yeah, it's hard because you're like, on mine, everyone's really great and forward and good but then you go into facebook comments and you're just like oh Holy god shit. all the daily mail comments yeah and uh. it's so shocking because you're just like wait what you genuinely don't know that that's bad people are willing to put their shit out in the world and you're like that's disgusting yeah but like, like a lot of it's bad but some of it you're like it's a person that genuinely doesn't know yeah because i've been educated from facebook and tumblr and everything yeah else. Like, I i've been schooled a few times and uh, yeah. i probably didn't like it at all at the time i was probably no. real stroppy about it yeah i but. didn't even know if i i I remember saying I wasn't a feminist because I liked men before Tumblr existed. Wow. Because I 
genuinely didn't know. No. And then it was Tumblr, and I was just like, I am so wrong. Oh, <laughs> like, no. You know, like, <laughs> I fucked up. Wow. It's important to put your hands up, though. I'm glad yeah. you did. Yeah, it was just embarrassing. I feel like that's why people don't like being told they're wrong on stuff, because it's really fucking embarrassing. It's embar- And it's only embarrassing if you know that you're wrong at the time. When someone says, maybe you shouldn't say that, that's bad, and you go... No, it's not. It, no, it, I'm right. Mm. But you really, you know, like, otherwise you wouldn't care. You'd just laugh. Like, you'd just laugh at the person saying it to you. You'd just, because you'd be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. But no, that's why you get so offended and it's hard. Mm. It's hard to say things to people because as long as you're going into it with you wanting to educate a person, it's fine. But if you're going into it trying to prove them wrong and trying to prove that their view's wrong. You just want to going for a fight sometimes people yeah. too which is the one yeah. that you'll never teach anyone anything it'll actually make them less receptive to anything like that in future because... that's true you do I read an article about it the other day and I, I'm a massive advocate for my Instagram comments I'll always if somebody posts something ridiculous obviously if they're outright fucking disgusting yeah. I'll be like fuck off Yeah. but if they really just say something incredibly misinformed I'm like hi do you have any questions or anything <laughs> like I'd rather open up a conversation yeah. with them Literally, yeah I used to take real enjoyment this is terrible from creepy men on my Instagram and I used to love when they'd leave some shitty comment because <laughs> I love making them look like idiots like, uh, you know I me mean? you're just like it's so condescending what yeah. I'm saying but also it's completely correct yeah and you know you just <laughs> so but I feel like a lot of women feel that way because they've been they've been drummed down for so yeah. long it's like right this is my little chance to take a little bit of power back yeah but then a lot of them so I get nothing creepy on my Instagram at all that's great ever, but mainly because I've publicly torn down so many men but not by <laughs> telling them their shit by telling them why their views offend yeah. people and how they I'm could sure do it better a lot of them think that they're clever or smarter oh yeah good word <laughs> smarter <laughs> than you but yeah yeah they do it every time and you know you just like I wait and I watch for what they're going to do and how and what offends them and I use it against them <laughs> so maybe just don't <laughs> on, the, on the subject of the internet movie yes how, have you got like a little community um on any sort of like social media platforms anywhere for for illnesses we have um, i have people that contact me because i hashtag stuff but that's I great i know i love it it makes me cry every time so if somebody is listening right now and they feel like they're in the same boat can yeah. they contact you yeah they always do and it's so nice that's especially great. when they've got like something i have because either like five rows are pretty common so people usually have people to talk to about that yeah um but like the rest of them they don't like um erin has uh ray i can't even say it has ray ray, Nuts, ray is Nuts. that right yeah yeah she has that and nobody if, it, if people don't even believe she's sick either you know you're like yeah oh, i said it again um <laughs> <laughs> yeah our friend erin she's cute um but yeah she's got the same thing um and nobody believes her and we're all so mean to her and we're like because she's so young we're just like no she can do everything she's fine like yeah. like I was saying about my sister you know what I mean like the youngest one they're fine they haven't suffered <laughs> like but th- she so has yeah and it's yeah it's sad I mean Aww. it's not but it's nice it's that you guys are coming together online that's cute yeah it's cute no I do love it it's would you nice. ever I mean this almost is kind of like a a bit of a paradox here but would you ever like meet up with people in person I had to chat to people like if is there like a have people ever done that is that a thing people do they definitely do they've got like that's an EDS great. support group near here oh that's good but you know when like for me I couldn't go yeah because it's like seeing yourself at varying stages of your illness yeah and seeing where you could be yeah was just it's too much I can't you know you're like yeah. I know what's coming but I just I don't need to see it yeah like I don't need to see it 
Yeah, it must affect you. Yeah, you know, you're just like, because I saw my nanny. Yeah. And that was cool. That was enough. I know what's what's waiting. But I don't need to see it now. Like, I don't need to go there and sit with people that have it one worse than me. And I go there and I'm like, well, I feel like a dick. Like, oh, complaining. Because you don't. No. They don't yeah, feel that I way. Understand. Yeah. But you're like, I'm not going to now sit and complain about how shit my fucking day was. When yeah, of course. Um, and then you've got it where if they're older than you. And because I've met a woman, she's 31. Uh, I've not met her, she's the one online, and she's got every single thing I have, we've got the exact oh, same. Oh really, that's so unusual. It's really weird, and I love it, but I don't, it's really bad. But she's, yeah, she's 31, so she's just ahead of me, she got diagnosed at the same age I did, yeah. but a few years ago, so I'm like, oh, you're, I see what's coming to me very soon. Yeah. I was like, mm, I really like it, and it's cool, but it's not, it's not cool, you know, you're yeah. just like, mm. So I think they're good and bad because you might never get that sick like that's the other thing mm-hmm. but it's it constantly play on your mind yeah you know, I can understand that I never even thought about it in that way yeah sauce. yeah no <laughs> it's really interesting this is why I do this podcast because I want personally I love learning about things and then when I know things I have a platform and I can teach people about it yeah and that's why I wanted to talk to you because you always have so much to say about it but I literally I've learned so much about you this time <laughs> I didn't even know I know it's weird so, I feel like I talk about it all the time as well. Like, I'm really vocal about all of it. I think it. it's great. Would you consider yourself, like, a, an activist for it? Definitely not. I wish no. I was. I really wish I was. But I, I do not take care of my body. I like to party when I can. Yes. And but you're allowed to enjoy life. You are. But there are definitely things that make it worse. And okay. part, partying Partying is, is, one. is quite up there. <laughs> along with caffeine. Caffeine's a Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I thought, oh, it's a me. I'm not giving it up. Caffeine and smoking. Like, they're my, they're my two things that keep me going yep. in life. I am not giving them I up. I can't advocate smoking, I'm but I am partial to a good cup of terrible. coffee. Terrible. Smoking is so bad, but I started smoking quite young. So I'm I'm already there. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I, it'd be great if I... I really wanted to look into uh, hypnotherapy to quit smoking. I've thought about that yeah. for my... I have um, night terrors. Do you? Mm-hmm. I have night terrors. I love them. I no, I do not love them. They're horrible. <laughs> they change but they're my cool. life. they're cool. They're not cool. They're not cool to me at all. <laughs> no, they're not cool. But you know when you can tell people about it and you share that and it's weird. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's nice to meet someone else. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that the other day and then I had this one and you're like, oh, thank God it's not just me. Yeah. It's nice to not feel alone. But then that's what's weirder is that story to ruin your life. But you know when other people see the same things and then live in different parts of the world, how come they're seeing the same figure or the same that person? that is intrinsically programmed into our brains as human beings to worry about things in a global network but then as a six-year-old that's never watched scary movies they can i remember seeing the same thing and um, we're gonna get into paranormal activity now is that where this conversation is going (laughs) but i just saying just saying (laughs) if a six-year-old and a six-year-old are seeing the same thing that's pretty something's going down there maybe something's going down we're gonna do a whole new podcast on ghost stories (laughs) and i despise them but i'll do it just for you they make my whole life i love them i'm like smoking cigarettes and ghost cigarettes (laughs) that's the same thing Um, no there we go maybe what would you say to somebody (laughs) obviously you're um you got diagnosed at 26, but what would you say to someone who's kind of at the beginning of their disability journey now? Well, because obviously it must be look quite bleak or it must be quite scary. It must be quite hard to get a diagnosis from someone who doesn't know anything about the illness that you are describing. Yeah. What would you say to those people who are just starting out? It depends how old you are. Once you get past 25, as a female anyway, um, you get diagnosed pretty quickly. Okay. Because they start to take you seriously. But it's so frustrating. You have to <laughs> suffer for their own. Yeah, it wasn't great, um, especially because it's stuff that I've had since I was a child. Yeah. So you're like, if you guys have 
caught this, I wouldn't be as ill as I am now. Mm. So thanks, guys. Um, but <laughs> other than that, um, if you're younger, like we've spoken to about, um, was well, one of my friends, and she's 23, and she keeps trying to get diagnosed for something that she. It sounds like she definitely has. Yeah. But they just won't, and they won't send her to the rheumatologist because like, oh no, you're young, you can't have this. It's like you can. People are generally born with it. Yeah. Like, so maybe send her. Like maybe That's just insane. send her along. How for ridiculous. So you just need to go in and argue. It wasn't until I shouted at someone, which is terrible, but I shouted. But your frustration must be running high. Yeah. Either I cry or I shout. Like I get in there. I've been waiting for six months for these appointments. Mm. Every time I go in. And you're just like, it's so long. You see a different rheumatologist, especially in London, a different rheumatologist every time. And it's frustrating. But if you're persistent, they, they will help. Yeah. And I'm keeping a, a symptom diary thing. I hate them. But you just write them down. Or you take in a checklist of the thing that your GP thinks you have. Mm-hmm. And you check that, like check down everyone you have. You're like, this is what I got. Like, yeah. I'm holding up a sheet of paper right now, but you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> so you check all of them down and like, this is what I have. These are the things I don't have. Yeah. Does this fit better with something else? Or is it, could it be this? And that's what helped me. Because I was like, I am adamant I don't have it unless I have all of the symptoms. Right. Like, all of them, which did not help. Um, <laughs> as a tw- when, it was when I got to 25 and yeah, they were trying to diagnose me with things. And I was like, nope, I... And like, oh, well, I'm not. I'm not lying. And I'm like, no, nope, you are. You're a liar. Uh, or, yeah, before that, when I was a kid, and they just wouldn't. They, I remember one of them being like, you're too young and pretty to be on medication. That's insane. What that's the? So oh my god, that's so damaging. That's the last one. And you know, you're like, oh, I guess I'm fine. <laughs> so you have to take quite a kind of proactive part in your own diagnosis and your own yeah. treatment. You might end up like, yeah. I, I got lucky at 20, yeah, 20, 26. No, I was 26. Um, that this one doctor specialised in rare diseases and well, it was my GP and he just happened to know quite a lot about stuff that I nobody's heard of. Yeah. And I was really fortunate, but that's also because we're in London and yeah. they're massively over... Populate, no, the word. There's probably really densely populated, over yeah. subscribed. That's the one, yeah. yeah. So, doctors like they have like five minutes with you, and that's it. Absolutely. It's like get in, get out. And unless they notice it, and you can be quite articulate, with I guess what sometimes you have. if you go in on the day and all your symptoms have kind of eased off, yeah, that's the thing. Then what are you supposed to do? That's a, that's the one where you take photos. So I took photos of my legs, my uh, when they. So we call the erythromyalgia red just yep. because it goes red and it's less <laughs> of a mouthful. <laughs> so we call it red. So I took photos of my red legs, and uh, like they were terrible. You couldn't see my kneecaps anymore. Like my knees had gone. Wow. And my, it went down from thigh to foot, and that was one. So it was so gross. Wow. But it was so photographic evidence. Yeah. Logging your stuff. Could you say that to someone and nobody believes you? Like, and I've got them. Yeah. They're disgusting. And they're like we my phone filtered them like you know when your phone's like oh my gosh autocorrect yeah so then I just had like massive elephant legs <laughs> and they weren't red and I was like what is going on and we eventually got one that was red but I was just like is that really because I was looking oh at them goodness. and they were bright red and like pulsating oh, and then no. like on this photo they were just really large elephant legs it looked like it <laughs> just, just was weird there was no colour and it was yeah so that didn't help so I mean make sure the photos are, are good oh my <laughs> gosh before you go in. I really appreciate your um, humour that you use. I mean, is that Dariasa coping mechanism? <laughs> I mean, it must be. It definitely was. I remember, because you have to laugh, I remember being bullied when my legs went purple and red mm. when I got called Barney 
and then oh, I started. That's awful. It's me, but then I was like, I do kind of look like Barney, like I do. <laughs> and then like nobody can laugh at you then because you're like, you've got to take do. ownership of Especially it. Especially yeah. when you look at it and you're like, it is funny to look at. Like if you if you dwell on it for too long, you're just like, oh, you feel sorry for yourself and how your legs look. You're like. Because I wore jeans forever. I don't really like wearing jeans. They're quite uncomfortable on my skin. Yeah. And like, I like them when you get a comfy pair and wear them every now and then. But I like having bare legs. It's comfy. Mm. Especially when I've got red legs. Because like, it's hot. So yeah. you don't want to wear... Like, tights are too hot. So you don't want to wear anything. But I was so embarrassed about the colour of my legs that I wouldn't like show my legs. Yeah. And I, I remember being on the tube like last year. And people were laughing at my sunburn. And I wanted to be like, fuck you, I don't have fucking sunburn. So I have order. a fucking disability. But it did look like sunburn. Yeah. So then I was really upset about it. And then you look down and then you're like, it does look like fucking sunburn. Like, I will, if really, if I saw someone with legs like this, would look like sunburn. <laughs> and I probably would be like, oh my God, look how sunburned they are. Because oh. nobody has it. But you know what I mean? You'd still be so like, people just gotta know. it is still funny. Like, because it does look like, <laughs> and on a hot day when I've got my legs out and it's like 6 p.m., it looks like I've been out in the sun all day and just not put sun cream on. Except everywhere apart from like so my chest and everything's fine, but my legs all the way up are bright red. You're like, cool. Oh, maybe <laughs> I'm sunburned. <laughs> so you have to laugh. Yeah, I guess laugh. as long as it's yourself, then yeah. that's good. Yeah, it's funny. So when there's people that know you, and they yeah. know you well enough, because like there's people that so people that I know they can say something, and one day I'll find it hilarious, and the next day I'll be like, that's really offensive. Yeah, and that's hard. Depends how you're feeling. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you just—it's not that it's really offensive because they're your friend and you've kind of given them like not free reign to laugh at you, but you have. No. You like laugh at if it's something that you with me. if you've engaged in before, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it's okay at any point. But no. Like, if you say no, then no. But then, but like, also... your, your best friends are the ones that do take the piss out of you. Like, if you wouldn't, it's the same. So it's a case of... by case thing, really. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. But then, if you wouldn't, so if your friend has got a massive bruise on their leg and you wouldn't laugh at that then fine then that person then wouldn't laugh at you for something you have but if they're your friend and you you actively laugh at them for something that's embarrassing or like falling over yeah yeah you're like it's the same thing like so you need to be able to still take the piss out of i think it's important friends. yeah so you can't suddenly not because they're disabled because then you're not treating them normally anyway you're like that you're actively treating them differently that's because true. of a disability yeah so it's the same because if yeah when people stop taking the piss because they feel bad that bothers me a lot. Yeah, like, do you feel oh, people are molly-cuddling you? Yeah, bit? and you know what I mean? Like, still laugh at me. Like, yeah, give me the damn chair, but, like, you can laugh at me. But also laugh at me, yeah. because I'm laughing at myself, and it, it does help kind of yeah. make it a bit more human. I mean, if they're not your friend, and they're doing yeah. it, it's like, don't join in, bitch. Like, you're yeah, not like, fuck you, you don't know me. Yeah, but then, yeah, it's the same as, like, any of your friends. Like, if you're friends enough that you're both taking the piss, like, I, I'd, I'd say, for me personally... That you should be able to take the piss yeah. out of. I mean, don't just laugh at them for, no. for it. Like, no, don't be pushing them down the stairs. If you, and shit. Yeah, if you put us <laughs> out, I would definitely. Yeah. The first, the first reaction wouldn't be to start laughing at you. No, exactly. I would be like, oh my god, call an ambulance. Yeah, but then if any of like if any of us passed out, you'd you would help them first and then yeah. laugh. Like if they passed out in a particularly funny way, like <laughs> laugh. It's funny. Like it's like you need that tiny bit of humor in a situation that isn't that. Humorous. I think it's important that, that dark humor. Yeah, really I love is. that humor it's my favorite thing in life <laughs> it literally is you know you like so many times where you things shouldn't be funny and you shouldn't laugh at them but it's so important to laugh because otherwise you're just making it darker unnecessarily so yeah time and place for all that stuff but i think humor is so important it's a it's such a human reaction isn't it? it's a human way yeah. of bonding if it's something that opens up a conversation about something that people wouldn't normally talk about yeah especially disabilities which are flying so low under the radar right now i think it, exactly. it can only be in, even if only in part 
a good thing. Yeah, it's yeah. usually people that get most offended by it are people that don't have disabilities. Mm. Like, so people that do I find are that. actually like, that's quite funny. <laughs> and they're like, you shouldn't laugh at people like that. It's like, why? We're not laughing at his disability. We're laughing because he snorted milk out his nose or some shit. You know, you're like, <laughs> and you're close enough as friends to laugh at each other. Yeah, for that. but it's like he didn't. It's nothing to do with his disability. It's just funny what he did. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, humor's a good thing. <laughs> Mimi, thank you so much for talking to me. I've had a really, it's been really informative and it's also been really giggly and nice. I really like it. Thank you for having me. No, Mimi. Um. Obviously, you spoke about like having a great community online and people, and you follow hashtags. What hash? So you follow the hashtags for your three conditions. Yeah, so I followed some of them because they were just a lot. It's a lot of mums right. that have kids with stuff. Okay, but, uh, I wouldn't bother. But, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to see kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, they're just like, oh, my kid's sick. Oh, love me. And you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't need to see that. Um, but a lot of them. So erythromyalgia is the one I follow. So if uh, if anyone does have have it. Definitely follow it. And use that hashtag. But then when, where, can we, where can we find you? Where can people contact you to talk about this stuff? Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, Mimi underscore C. M-I-M. The letter C, isn't it? Yeah, just the letter. M-I-M-I underscore C. Yes. Excellent. And Mimi, you're also going to be at the Disgrace yes. first birthday. Are you not? Yes, I'm yes. so excited. Mimi's our, our content, social media content kind of creator and manager. I was there last year, and that was yeah. when I was, was very drunk at and told Crimson that she needed to employ me. <laughs> and that's how you <laughs> get a job. Got, that's how I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> oh, wow. Mimi, thank you so much. Yeah. I've had so much fun. Me too. And I'll see you that's soon, good. girl. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.